Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here, Wank Vexvolt, who writes to us all the way from Dalaran. And he writes, <clears throat> Tosh Mafuni, me and some of my business associates enjoy listening to the Half Hill Report every week. Well, that's, that's very nice. Especially when your fine war reporter Rizak is on. Hmm. But we got a question. We got a question. Oh, business associates, likes Rizak. Okay, he's a goblin. How comes your Draenei food and lodging critic only ever reviews alliance places? Seems like you are given out a lot of free advertising for alliance businesses, which ain't very fair to the horde because we got to make a profit too, you know. Wank. Well, Wank, as I'm sure you understand, with the war on, traveling to Horde ends can present a bit of a problem for Velmic and Demesis. But you do bring up a really good point. You know, Rijak actually does travel quite a bit, but eh, no, I, I don't think he'd be interested in doing in-reviews for us. But I will give this some thought. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. All of Half-Hell is abuzz with rumors brought by adventurers who have traveled to the Voldoon region of Zandalar that the Volperas may be entering the current war. So far, this clever and nomadic fox-like race have remained aloof from the conflict, which apparently has created some frustration with both the Horde and the Alliance, who have been awaiting a decision from Volpera leadership for some time. Half-Hill's goblin war correspondent Rijak had the privilege of getting to know a Volpera on one of his adventures, Miro the Mechanic. The Half-Hill Report will continue to follow this story and update our listeners as new information becomes available. Well, the Volpera may be faced with a tough decision right now, but your decision is easy when it comes to shopping in Pandaria because the fine vendors of Half-Hill Market have everything you need at prices you'll like. Half-Hill Market... Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular war report from our goblin in the field, sponsored by the Keen Bean Coffee Company. Last time we heard from Rizak, he had some bad luck with an ice cream business venture in Thousand Needles. Let's hear what he's up to this week. Hey, college, how you doing? Well... I'm back in Desaraloa. Still a little wary, but things seem to have cooled off enough that I can look for opportunities in the big city. (laughs) Eh, haven't found just the right one yet. Partly because I don't have a lot to invest. That ice cream deal burned up a lot of capital. But I got a lot of feelers out, and something will shape up sooner or later. It always does. The best-looking one so far is a connection I got going with Doc Master Kobo. He's responsible for seeing that the hundreds of ships that enter and leave this port each month are on time. Very important guy. 
Clearly, it's a big job, and he needs help with it, whether he knows it or not. It's my job to convince him that he needs my help in a big way, and he should pay me well for it. He's a little skeptical, but I'm sure I can negotiate something soon. <laughs> it better be soon, too, as those ogres are getting restless. You know, if they don't get fed regularly, they get grumpy. And grumpy ogres are no fun, let me tell you. And, uh, speaking of grumpy college, I gotta tell you, my feelings are kinda hurt. I heard about that poll to find the best war reporter. You know, the one that dwarf you have working for you won. I've been listening to some of his reports, and it seems to me that he doesn't really do what you might call war reports. I mean, he's always talking about drinking with his buddies, uh, some other shenanigans. But not much about what's really going on out here in the field like I do. Now, I ain't too upset, because from what I understand, there wasn't no monetary prize, so not a big deal. Still, I think I've been submitting some pretty good war reports for you. At no charge, mind you. All about the economics of war and stuff. So, the next time something like that comes up, I hope credit goes where credit is due. Especially if there happens to be any gold attached to it. <laughs> oh dear, I was afraid that Rijak was going to hear about Eamon's award. But he'll get over it, I hope. The Rijak Report is brought to you by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Midsummer Fire Festival is underway. Azeroth's 10-day celebration of the hottest season of the year. All throughout Azeroth, bonfires will be burning to kindle everyone's spirits for the summer, as well as beautiful ribbon poles for dancing around. And, of course, the event culminates with the fireworks extravaganza in all capital cities. It's time now for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, last week you said you and your cousin Demesis were going to travel all the way to the Eastern Kingdoms to visit a place recommended to you by a night elf friend of yours named Aspen Vortex. Hey there, Tush. Yes, my friend Aspen told me I should pay visit to Eri Peak in the Hinterlands. So, Demesis and I take Portal to Stormwind, and from there take Flightmaster to a place called Airy Peak, which is capital city of Wildhammer Dwarves. Flight over Hinterlands was just beautiful, and as we head west, we can see in distance a huge statue of what might be Griffin, but not sure really, but it is huge. Definitely the stuff that dreams are made of. Turned out this statue was at top of Airy Peak. We land at top of city, and inside is Griffin Master Talonax, in what looks like cave. We spend few minutes talking with him, and he tells us he is in charge of defense of city, and in cave is where cute little baby griffins are hatched. View of hinterlands from top is just gorgeous. Well, it sounds just lovely. Is that where the inn is? No, no. Inn is down the hill from top of city. But other buildings are worth stopping in to see. You know, it's interesting. I thought dwarves always made their home inside mountains. But this whole place is buildings on outside. I ask few dwarves there, 
and they look sad and angry at the same time and tell me that it is because of dark iron dwarves, but didn't want to say much more. Seems like there is sad story there. Anyway, one building we visit is Forge, which was very large with huge fire and many anvils for making weapons and armor. But when we visit, not much activity, so maybe it's peaceful time for them right now. Well, it's good that there are some places in Azeroth, like Pandaria, that so far haven't been touched by the current war. Yes, I think that is a good thing too. But Eri Peak is ready if war comes there. There are other buildings at bottom of hill that are designed just for defense. The missus was very impressed by these buildings and spent little time talking to Howen and Clara Kindfeather, pair of dwarves standing guard duty in one building. They talk a lot about line of sight, kill zones, and other things that I honestly am glad I don't understand. But the missus say they were well equipped and ready for whatever trouble might come. It's always interesting, but little disturbing, to listen to peoples who have fought in wars talk. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. So, anyway, the missus and I were also both surprised to meet fellow Draenei there, Ambassador Rueleth, who is Alliance Ambassador to Wildhammer. We had nice talk and find out that there are other Draenei in Eri Peak who have made home there and want to help dwarves defend their city. Well, that had to be nice to meet another Draenei. I'm sure glad that happened. But let's get on with your review of the inn. Okay, so, the inn. Oh, boy, Tush, what can I say? This may be biggest inn I have seen yet. It's first inn where I have had to stop and ask for directions inside of inn. Innkeeper Tholfram meets you at entrance for to welcome you and offers some food and drink. Honestly, he looks more like warrior than innkeeper and is, eh, not all that well-dressed. Not well-dressed, what, what do you mean? Well, he was not wearing shirt, but the missus didn't seem to mind and <laughs> had little smile on face when we meet him. Anyway, like I say, place is enormous with warring of different rooms with huge armory and large war machines. What looked like barracks room, which the missus said was pretty comfortable for barracks. Rooms for tradespeople and crafting. And then there was main hall, which was very comfortable with many chairs around big cozy fire and lots of kegs of ale. I am thinking that most people were out on patrol or other duties because place was pretty quiet. But I bet there are some pretty good parties in that room. There are two bars upstairs from main hall, but when Demesis and I visit, only one had bartender, who had very nice selection of meats, cheeses, and many drinks. Demesis decided to try cherry grog, which she liked very much, eh, maybe a little too much. After third mug, I think maybe she was flirting with bartender, who, like innkeeper, wasn't wearing shirt. <laughs> she even asked bartender, whose name Truck Wildbeard, if she could touch his beard, which, I must say, was pretty impressive. Wow. I know, right? That was when I told the missus, maybe we should go get some air. She giggled and winked at bartender, and we go outside for to wander around paths, enjoying nice breeze blowing through tall trees and fresh air. Little way down path we find building that looked like it was being guarded, 
by very large gray wolf. Oh my, I hope you didn't have any trouble with that. Nah, he was eating, and seemed like if you don't bother him, he wouldn't bother you. Place turned out to be cozy little home for someone. I am guessing Hunter, from Boar's Head mounted over bed, which the missus didn't think was in very good taste. Well, the whole place sounds just beautiful. So, what's your final word on the inn at Airy Peak? Well, I am happy to say that after a couple weeks of not such good reviews, Airy Peak gets five crystals. True, there was no private rooms for sleeping, but it is so big and beautiful with good selection of food, drinks, and services, it deserves highest rating. So there you have it, folks. Next time you're in the hinterlands, the inn at Airy Peak is definitely worth a visit. So, where to next week, my friend? Ah, yes. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that. You know, with Taolin back with 7th Legion, I think I need to spend little time at home with Alice. So, I am thinking to take next week off. Oh, okay, okay, wow. Uh, Tush, is this a problem? Oh, no, no, no problem. It just, it just caught me by surprise. Yes, you should definitely spend some time with your daughter. I guess I'm, I'll come up with something for next week. Huh, you know, we did get an interesting letter this week. Maybe, well, anyway, you go enjoy your time with Alice. Until we see you again, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh, see you in a couple of weeks. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn. Next time you're in Half Hill, come on by and experience fine Pandaren hospitality and the best drinks in Pandaria, including, of course, cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile, where Brother Cadfile will continue the story, Murder Was the Case. See you next time, and remember, free Pandaria. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. The Half Hell Report is a fan based fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report.